Hi guys, welcome to Grey Area's Artist Spotlight. My name is Lissy Lubeck and today we're here with a super special guest and one of my personal favourite DJs. Not only is he the boss of his own label, Tamango Records, but a prolific producer and one of the most sought-after DJs in the house music circuit right now. Yaya, hi, welcome. Hi. <laughs> How are you? Good, thank you. So you're joining us from Lisbon today. What's the weather like there? No, oh, it's today is not so not so good, not so huh? <laughs> but sunny, usually there is good weather. Yes, oh, I'm very jealous. <laughs> um, so I'm super excited to delve straight into your story and find out more about your musical journey. And um, let's start from the beginning. So you grew up in Turin, northern Italy. Yeah, I was born yeah. there. And your cultural heritage obviously lies in Africa. You spent loads of your recent years in Ibiza, is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. How would you say your unique background has influenced and helped shape the artist that you are today? Uh, from the side of my father, I learned so much regarding percussion and rhythm and grooves. Yeah. From his African side, you know. And uh, in Ibiza, yeah, Ibiza, um, I listened so many music when I went there the first time. There was music everywhere. And I remember also there was um, a vinyl store uh, close to my house. I was there almost every day. And I bought so many vinyls over there. So it helped me a lot to, to find my, uh, my sound, both yeah. things. Yeah. Amazing. So your dad was the lead singer, percussionist. How do you say the name of the group? Exactly. Sorry. <laughs> Is it? Bamina. Bamina. Yes. Bamina. I listen beforehand. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. So you yeah. think that that's obviously helped shape your sound? There was playing Afro-funk and Afro-beat music. Yeah. Can you see like how that's influenced your sound now? Would you say that's taken a big part of your musical journey today? Um, yeah, because um, uh, since when I was young, um, and there was so many uh, friends of my father at home, and um, um, we were there was there playing music, listening vinyls. The house was full of records, oh, wow. so. I remember since when I was young, super young, uh, there was always music at home. So I grew up with this and yeah, it helped me a lot to nowadays with my music mm -hmm. because uh, I listened so, I, ha I still have so many records from my father and I love to listen to them to to be inspired to to make to make yeah amazing and when was it that you actually started producing um i started when i was 18 18 okay 18. Amazing. yeah um so what would you say your kind of breakthrough moment into the industry was like your first record was that? Would you say it was um, Desolate with Loke and one Loke Dice's label? Yeah, 
uh, on Desolat. It was in my first Desolat was in 2009. It was my wow. first vinyl, uh, a big label. Yes. Amazing. Um, so can you tell us how that kind of came about? So were you kind of in the process of sending him new music or were you sending it to everyone at that time, just trying to get yourself out there or? Um, in that period, I remember I was in Ibiza and I had a, like uh, a few CDs with my names, my number, my telephone numbers, like really old school style and with my music inside, no? And uh, I went to Amnesia, I remember was playing uh, Dice, was playing Marco, and there was some, I don't remember, there was someone else playing over there. And I gave to Dice my CD with my music, and then he called me like uh, a few weeks after to, he wanted to meet me to, because he liked the tracks and he wanted to release the, the tracks on Desolate. So after mm. a couple of weeks, we we met. In the, we met, and then we started to to work together. Yeah, and did we you did say so you many... Oh, sorry. Did you say you handed it to him on a CD, an actual CD? Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Wow. Wait, what year was that? Sorry. What year was that? Do you remember? 2008, 2008. 2008. I released it in 2009, yeah. Like Amazing. Vinyl. So um, did, you, did you say you lived in Ibiza or did you just visit there frequently? No, I was living there for many years. Ah. I went there the first time when I was 17. Then I spent 14 seasons over there. 14, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and then for, you decided you need some peace and quiet <laughs> <laughs> yeah but was it was a really good period of I think the best period of my life the best really? years wow mm. whereabouts in Ibiza did you live oh I lived everywhere I oh, really lived, uh, the beginning in the I tried all the uh, all the places in the beginning I was living <laughs> in the center then I was I was moving every year more far away from the center. And the last four years I was living in uh, Santa Eularia. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. In a in a really nice place, in a Casa de Campo. Like um, I was the only one in that area, so uh, I had the possibility to to play my music every day. Uh, to, to parties at home, so you know, <laughs> it was fantastic. Wow. Which clubs have you played in Ibiza? Oh, I played in Space, Amnesia, I played in Privilege, I played in Pacha, Ushuaia. Oh, okay. And, <laughs> All of them. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, and what was it like when you first went there as a young DJ exploring like the underground scene for the first time? What kind of stood out to you? What were your favorite kind of clubs and influences on the island? Mm, I remember the first time when I landed in Ibiza, I went straight to space. Oh. Uh, 
space in uh, to love party it was uh, a really long party like 20 hours something like that and i came in and i did from the beginning until the the end of the parties the party okay. i wanted to you know it was everything was different i was so young and um everything was so cool for me all the people and i wanted to discover completely that island you know so i think yeah space, space it was space. i was really impressed when i saw space yeah uh, definitely then i went to dc10 and it became my favorite party is it is my it favorite favorite venue? Party. yeah yeah value so yeah uh, yeah amazing i love dc10 I love all of them. Yeah. They're all super special in their own way. <laughs> and to Mango, so can you give us a bit of a backstory? You started that in 2016. Was that yeah. right? 2016, yeah. Um, and how did that come about? Mm, uh, I was in Berlin and uh, I wanted to, I was thinking to open my label already. Uh, uh, but I was waiting for the right moment, you know, so I started to collect some of my music. Uh, I started to produce music just for Tamango, so it took a while to, to prepare uh, a few releases on vinyl just with my music. Then, mm-hmm. then mm, I started to when everything was ready, because also I was working on the team because I need to, you, you know, it's not easy. You cannot open a, a label like this. You need to, to to fix a couple of things before, no? So mm-hmm. I was, I prefer to wait a little bit to be ready with everything. And then I started with uh, the first, uh, the first vinyl. At the beginning was only vinyl, the, the label. Mm-hmm. Then I started to do vinyl and digital too. Yeah. Wow. Okay, amazing. Are, um, number 22 will be out next month. Oh, exciting. Okay. Um, um, what would you say is the most fulfilling slash challenging aspect of trying to obviously juggle your label as well as working as a producer and touring DJ? It's, I think it's like a kind of uh, when you have a goal, you know, when and you realize your goal is something really cool, you mm-hmm. know, like it, it's the same when you have some dreams. I wanted to, I wanted to play all around the world, and I'm, I'm playing now. I wanted to open my label, and I did it. So. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something... Achieving your goals. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Have you got any other goals for this year? And to, this year I wanted to to make more um, parties of my label. Amazing. Want, yeah, I want to make some parties. In uh, Last time we did a tour in South America with Tamango, and this year I wanted to do it in America. So Amazing. Like, uh, yeah. Try and so, come to the UK as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, UK, of course. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, Tamango has kind of become one of like the hottest labels of the underground scene at the minute. Um, what would you say the key to its success has been? Um, uh, the, I think um, uh, one of the most important thing is to 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 check the and to choose the right music for the label. Mm-hmm. This is not something easy because many times I receive a lot of music that I play, but maybe the sound doesn't fix perfectly for yeah. the label. Hmm. So, and what do you do with those songs that don't fit? So, you know, sometimes I'm a bit upset because <laughs> I play it so many times, that tracks, but... Uh, the sound is not doesn't fix perfectly for the label, so it's better it's better to do not release it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and of course you need also a, a good you need to uh, to have a good team. Yeah. To work well, with promotion and everything, of course. Yeah, definitely. Um... If you could give your kind of sound a voice, what message would it say to your listeners? Um, for me, when when I play, I like to see uh, people happy. You know, mm-hmm. I like to see. I would like to watch and to see the people happy. When they are happy, they make me happy. So I think. Um, music which kind of message could be like happiness definitely that's always a good message (laughs) and obviously you've been in the game a while now what would you say keeps you on your toes and keeps you excited as a dj and producer that i'm doing what i want to do you know yeah it's your dream you're living your dream yeah, exactly. I'm living my dream. That's that's the thing. Yeah, exactly. So I, I really love it. Mm-hmm. Um, 2023. Have you got any plans? Where are you playing? Where can we expect you to? Where can we expect to see you play? Um, I will. Um, I will go to to South America mm-hmm. in this year. I love to go to go over there then i will play in europe again yeah mm, i have uh, in europe and then can't wait to come back to america of course to come to new york and yeah. many, things, many things many Did, gigs all around yeah what's your um relationship like with new york have you played there a lot or have you been there a lot personally or played there Yes, I played uh, now. Last time was long times ago. Long time ago. So I want to. I really want to come back to play over there. That must be such an amazing part of your job, just being able to travel and see new places and meet new people. Mm. Amazing. Okay, we're gonna do a quick fire round of a fun ten questions. Is that okay? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So what are three things that should always be in the DJ booth? 
and the DJ booth, two good monitors, yeah. one, one bottle of Don Julio tequila. <laughs> nice. Uh, fan. And what? Fan. Oh, oh yes, yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> and yeah. what are three things you always have in your home studio? At home, sure, what do I have? Turntables, records. Nice. And, and something, some dessert on my fridge. <laughs> Amazing. Um, I need to be there. <laughs> what is your favorite meal pre or post gig? Um, before, I like to eat fish. I because like this I don't feel so heavy when I go to play. <clears throat> nice. And after the gig I can eat everything. everything. <laughs> no problem, I eat everything. <laughs> Amazing. Um would you rather be forced to sing along or dance to every song that you hear? Sorry. <laughs> would you rather be forced to sing along or dance along to every song that you hear? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I would go dance personally. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, space Miami or Space Ibiza? <laughs> Another good question, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that you can't really compare the two, but, <laughs> yeah, but um, the thing is that uh, space my uh, space Ibiza was the first space that I saw in my life. Was yeah, it was. I had so many. I spent so many years over there. I had, I really had good memories. Uh, it's it's still in my heart, you know. Definitely. But in space in Miami is another. Another thing, because I played there many times, I love to play there, and I think it's my favorite place to play in the world. Really? I love it. I love the... Mm, I think, yeah. Yeah. Um, are you going there, to... There... Sorry, are you playing at Miami Music Week next month? Oh, no, I will not go this, uh, this, year. this year to Miami. No. Okay. Mm. Uh, yeah, I love. I can't wait to to come back soon to space because I love it. I love. I have so many friends also there. Every, yeah. every time when I play, you know, it's something special for me. Definitely, the sound is amazing. Um, I love to play during the day, long sets. Yeah, but yeah. You can't it. it does kind of remind me of um, Amnesia Terrace in some way, the space terrace. Similar vibes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, North or South America? Oh, I love South America. <laughs> I thought you might say that. <laughs> <laughs> Vegas or Miami? Miami. Yeah. <laughs> Good choice. Um, and yeah, I think I think that's it. 
Amazing. Thank you so much for your time, Yaya. It's been an honor speaking with you. And I'm super excited to see your success explode over the next year or so. Thank you so much. Thank you. It was Thank a you. pleasure. Huh? Thank you.